Welcome to Marketing with Confidence. I'm your host, Marianne Amies. We're going to be talking all things digital and online marketing for business owners and marketing professionals. If you've been feeling overwhelmed by your digital marketing, be sure to listen along and you'll hear tips, interviews and more that will give you the confidence to create marketing you love. Welcome back to another episode of Marketing with Confidence. Today, we're going to do a Christmas countdown checklist. And I guess I was talking to a business owner a few days ago, and she mentioned to me that, you know, Christmas is less than 12 weeks away. And to be honest, at time of recording this podcast, we're now less than 10 weeks to Christmas. So call me crazy for getting in with Christmas countdown messaging so early, but I want to make sure that you're all really prepared for Christmas. Christmas is such an important marketing event outside of the amazing time it is for family and and hopefully for relaxation for a lot of business owners. It's also the one time of year when everybody is in the market at the same time to buy. It's not a birthday. It's not a, you know, a calendar date that may or may not appeal to different people. It's generally the one time of the year where everybody is looking to either buy for other people or buy for themselves. So today we're going to talk about how to start preparing for Christmas, how to market effectively over the next 10 weeks in the lead up to Christmas, and some strategies to convert, I guess, more sales now and also to convert more for the new year. So kicking off, we talk about always our target market when we're planning new marketing strategy. And the interesting thing about Christmas for most business owners is we actually have two different targets. So we have our general target market or our ideal client that we're used to talking to all year. So this is the the people that we're most uniquely aligned to serve, that our products and services benefit, where we're answering pain points, delivering on pleasure points. The interesting thing at Christmas is we have the secondary target market of those that are going to buy for our target market. So, for example, if you're a hair salon and your primary target market is, you know, women uh, 25 to, to 55 that like to have their blow hair blow dried every week, you now have a secondary target market of perhaps their partners who might want to buy them a voucher or their friends and family who know that they, you know, they love that and and want to spoil them at Christmas. So we have this secondary target market that emerges. And and so often that means, uh, you know, messaging around, drop you know, drop hints about what you want this Christmas or, you know, do you know somebody that loves? We have this amazing, you know, uh, gift or gift guide for you. So start to get really clear about how you're going to talk to the gift buyer. So that may be, and we'll, we'll get into this as well, through ads and, and, you know, new awareness strategies, and then how we're going to talk to our primary target market and get them popping you on their Christmas wish list, you know, dropping hints. And and that may be through your email and through your social media as well. So once we are really clear on our target market, both our primary and and who our buyers may be uh, in the gifting season, we want to start really early in getting eyeballs, attracting those people. So we might want to do this by firstly refreshing our list building strategies. So it's so critical, uh, you know, email marketing has become a huge focus in the last couple of years. And, and I think it's kind of gone through a life cycle where, you know, a decade ago, email 
marketing was really critical. And then, you know, social media organically was performing so well that a lot of people stepped away from their newsletters. And now as, you know, organic social media has, you know, started to have less traction and paid social ads have become more expensive, uh, you know, the, the, the owning an email list and really maximizing an email list is a great place to ensure that you have measurable, accessible marketing. So, you know, how can we build our list? And, and it's a great time right now to be building your list ahead of, you know, the November and December peak, because that's going to mean we have more people that we can be talking to. A great way to focus on list building is through collaborations. So seeking out businesses that are complementary, where you're both talking to the same target market, but with a different offer and looking at ways you can do things like joint giveaways that are designed to build that list. So as opposed to the giveaway we see a lot on social media, which is tag a friend, like this account, they're great for a little surge in followers, but it can be quite hard to uh, convert that to any anything tangible. So the type of collaboration I like to see two businesses do, and I recently set this up for a uh, sunglasses brand that I manage strategy for, and we collabed with a women's fashion label. And so by collabing as a giveaway, we were able to have a prize pack around that $500 mark, which is quite attractive to the uh, to the entrant. And instead of having your, you know, follow both accounts metric, what we said was click the link in bio to enter the competition. And and we did that via a form. So using a simple Google form, all we collected was their name, address, and Instagram handle so we could go back and, and find them and let them know they won. And, and what we can do there by collabing with those two accounts is, you know, get a good amount of entries. I think for this competition, we got close to a 1,000 entries. It's a 1,000 email addresses that both businesses can now add to their email marketing Again, in those terms and conditions, we said that these two companies would be accessing that data. And of course, that somebody could unsubscribe at any time should they not want to be on those lists. But we have a great new pool of people to add to our list and then continue to market to where, you know, that general like our account, we don't get as, as strong a tangible benefit. We get that little surge in likers that, you know, they may unlike us, um, they may kind of not engage. So, Building that list is is really a primary uh, consideration right now, and and collabs and giveaways is a great a great one. The other great way to build your list is making sure you have a really compelling pop up on your website. So, especially if you're an ecom site, that can be a really a strong way. You know the the sign up and save ten percent, or sign up and you know get this VIP opt-in straight away and, and things like Shopify make that really easy to execute. If you're a services-based business, you know, is there a freebie? Is there a, a, a little lead magnet that you can create that that is the pop-up when someone arrives at your website and really encourages them to join your mailing list and help you grow that list? Um, building that list can also happen through social ads. So we run um, some social ad campaigns for quite a few larger e-commerce businesses that are really a lead gen ad. We give away a, a monthly voucher. So say, for example, um, you know, go into the draw to win a hundred dollar 
voucher for our store. Uh, and, you know, you do that by joining the mailing list. So those ads we find um, generate strong number of sign up each month at a really low cost per lead. So looking at building that list so that then in the months that come, we can be having a more regular email campaign that leads into, you know, our Christmas marketing messages. Also reminding just your social media followers to sign up to the list and and to give them reasons why. So maybe there's a VIP offer that you're launching to subscribers only. Great way to encourage followers to convert to list subscribers. Um, And then that leads me into, you know, once we build that list or we really focus through October and November on building that list, we want to make sure that November and December we're actively using that list. Um, Obviously, in October, in uh, at the time of this recording, we're kind of a few days away from Click Frenzy starting. And then in November, we've got Black Friday and Cyber Monday. So these huge pre-Christmas sale events are something you're really wanting to consider are right for you as part of your Christmas countdown checklist. So if they are right for you, the list building also is further utilized to maximize these key sales events. So talking briefly on on those key sales events and why you may or may not want to be a part of them, I mean, firstly, you need to look at your target market and understand if your target market is receptive to these sorts of offers. You need to look at your business and your business strategy and, again, what sort of offers align with your positioning. Uh, You know, obviously, not everybody wants to discount their product and, and, and may not strategically want to discount their product. But it's for other businesses that discounting, you know, 20% off, 30% off, 40% off may be a a great strategy and and they may have the margin uh, and and be able to uh, profitably do that or or take a small, uh, you know, hit to their profitability in terms of getting some volume sales through the door. Those sales events are, you know, can be a hard thing to say no to because when a lot of the market is on sale, it's hard to not be on sale and, and you know, you will naturally notice a bit of a decline during those weeks if you're not on sale. It's also important to look at other offers. It doesn't always have to be a percent off offer. You could bundle, um, you could do a percent off a specific range, you could do a dollar amount, you know, everything uh, in this collection under $10, or you could value add different services to be part of that. And I think especially that kind of Black Friday, Cyber Monday for services businesses, think really strategically thinking about what service offers you have. That could be a really great entry into your business and how you could potentially serve some offers up during that time to, to engage, you know, with business owners as well, uh, you know, outside of that e-com space. So being a part of those pre-Christmas sales may form part of your Christmas marketing checklist. You may also want to have, you know, use that time to get some lower margin sales through the door, but again, be adding these new customers into your list to hopefully remarket to them leading up to Christmas. So, you know, what what's next? I guess thinking about your email strategy and how you're going to email through November and December and how your messaging is really going to adapt as time goes on and, and you know, that Christmas deadline gets closer and closer. When it comes to email marketing, we are seeing success with more emails. So as opposed to worrying about, you know, is one email a week too many to send and am I going to be, you know, bombarding my customer base? We're seeing that, you know, two emails a week and even four emails a week in some businesses with a larger list size 
consistently generate results. Another hot tip is to resend your email again to people that haven't opened after 48 hours with a new subject line. So just the exact same email, resend again, new subject line to people that didn't open the first one. We'll note then that second one is still getting traction. It may get a less percent open rate than the first email. But again, you're repurposing. It's not costing you anything else to send that out. Uh, But we're seeing that, you know, say perhaps a first email gets a 30% open rate and a couple thousand dollars worth of sales. We might see that that second email gets a 15% open rate and a couple hundred dollars worth of sales. And I mean, this is going to obviously scale depending on the size of your business, but it's really important to understand that email marketing is, is an opportunity to direct directly connect with our customer and we shouldn't worry about, you know, oh, it's going to bombard them if we email once or twice in the same week. As we all know with our own inboxes, depending on how busy you are, you you open and close or you delete emails. But if it's the right time when that email comes through, you might be having a lull in your work day or you've just remembered, you know, you're on the, the lookout for something specific, that well-timed email is is often welcomed in our inbox and, and can give us that opportunity for a little uh, shopping time or a little time away, you know, from our to-do or can help us tick off a to-do that we've kind of been putting off depending on what that email is. Thinking about your Christmas marketing campaign, the next item on your checklist is going to be paid ads. Now, paid ads will will sort of become more expensive the closer into Christmas we get. So I believe if you're going to use paid ads as part of your Christmas strategy to start sooner rather than later, if you can start sooner and get sales through in early November, you know, you're going to miss that real peak of advertising costs that come in those last couple of weeks of December. Strategically, this is going to depend on your business, the service, the product, and and how people purchase that and when. But, you know, having a strong ad campaign at the start of November, well away from that Black Friday rush, well away from that last Christmas minute rush, could mean that you start to secure a steady inflow of orders that are costing you less from a conversion perspective and, and, you know, can help you get into that kind of early adopter or super organized shopper who's going to be ticking things off early. Then, you know, you might monitor those ad costs as we roll through those sales periods and closer to Christmas and you start to see that cost per acquisition really skyrocket, you might then decide to pull back and focus just into your email marketing for the last few weeks of Christmas. Or you might, um, you know, strategically leave some ads running. But the earlier you start, the the more strategic that decision making can be and the more options you have. If you start your Christmas advertising on December 1, you're already hitting the peak of that advertising uh, time and the expense, but also you don't have as many options because you haven't started to secure your sales early. Another key Christmas uh, consideration or checklist item is what your offers are going to be. As I touched on in the pre-Christmas sale uh, piece, offers aren't for everyone. Discounting is not for everyone. But when everybody is in the market at the same time, it does really help. It is going to really propel you forward if there's a strong reason to buy now. So thinking of you know your products or your services, is there a Christmas gift guide that you can put together? 
Is there price points that you can talk about, you know, things under, uh, you know, gift ideas for busy professionals under $100, uh, you know, um, stationery under $25? How can you differentiate your offer into price points and perhaps market that way through a gift guide, through email, through social ads or Google ads if you've got a high intent product? Um, you might want to do some bundling. You might want to bundle products and service together and make value adds, you know, where there's $350 worth of value that you're now selling for $199. So that gives an opportunity to sell more services, more products, but making value your point of difference. Um, so having a bit of a strategy uh, and when you might want to talk about different messages, you know, you might want to go out with um, value add offers in November. And then as it gets closer to December, you might move into more price pointed, you know, under, you know, gifts under XYZ to really, you know, take advantage of that last minute shopper. And speaking of that last minute shopper, gift vouchers. If there's any way you can offer gift vouchers for your services and products, products obviously so straightforward. There's great gift voucher apps in Shopify. There's great gift voucher apps in WordPress that you can quickly turn on and allow people to buy digital gift vouchers that they can download. Um, and then, you know, if you have a service-based business, how can you also offer gift vouchers? You know, you might have a, a friend that is is stuck starting a business and there's an amazing, uh, you know, accounting firm, you could buy them a gift voucher to that accounting firm for some advice on how to set up their business. Um, you know, that that gift voucher and services is often overlooked, but is often a wonderful place. And again, thinking of that target market of, of, of the buyer and the receiver, what might they like? So talking about gift vouchers early and then using gift vouchers as your last minute strategy. I really strongly suggest in that last, you know, week up right up until Christmas Eve, you should be talking about gift vouchers. You should be running ads about gift vouchers. If you still have ads budget left, you should be, you know, storing gift vouchers and, and really pushing that this is something you can buy now and receive in your inbox straight away. Uh, you know, especially when shipping cutoffs start to happen and, and you know, looking at Christmas for 2023, you know, Christmas is on a Monday. So that means, you know, shipping cutoffs will probably happen around the 18th to 20th of December. So, you know, that leaves kind of 18 to 24, six-day window there to really push how important last-minute gift vouchers are and how you've got a last-minute gift voucher. Another great strategy that you may want to consider is how to maximize those last minute Christmas offers to also uh, bring in revenue in January. We know that we kind of roll from Christmas for a lot of people into Boxing Day sales. And then we kind of get through Boxing Day sales and January is this lull. There's this lull of, you know, everyone spent their money, credit cards are starting to be paid off and that kind of middle of January feeling that sales are going to slump. So, especially if you're an e-com business, are there any offers you can be making towards the end of December that have value that can be received? 
redeemed in January. So by that, I mean, you might say, and these may be more direct to consumer messaging rather than gift giving messaging, but you might say something like, you know, spend over $200 in our online store before, you know, date X and you'll receive a $50 voucher you can use in January. So again, having that reason to come back in January, incentivizing that sales back into January, where you foresee you're going to have a lull and, you know, again, in service-based businesses, we often feel it's quite quiet in December. You know, school holidays has a big impact. Christmas holidays have a big impact. And in Australia, a lot of people say things don't go back to normal till after Australia Day. And that's, a you know, that's a full month gone. So again, you may want to have some offers that you push through the end of December that are for January. So you may have some service packages you can offer that, you know, the work must be done in January. Uh, you might take a deposit in December, you know, with the balance in January, and there's a special offer on that as well. So it's really important to prepare early for Christmas. I can't stress that enough. So having a, you know, a really clear Christmas checklist for you. And, you know, today we've talked about building your list, maximizing your email newsletters, getting really clear on how you're going to approach the pre-Christmas sale period, being really clear about what your offers are for Christmas from price pointing to value add to gift vouchers and how you're going to run that from, you know, right now in October through to the 24th of December to make sure you maximize this period looking at your paid ad strategy and how you can potentially get in early on that to maximize early and, and, you know, be able to pull out of ads closer to Christmas when the the price goes up. And then obviously to, to end, you know, how you're going to learn and measure during this time to do it better next year. So really paying attention to the data and the insights and looking at what your customer wants and they're being ready to adapt as the, you know, next 10 weeks unfold ahead of us using your checklist as a guide, but also looking at your data and making really data-driven decisions about your offers, about your marketing plan. And, you know, if, if you have a really successful start, you may be able to pull back on some offers closer to, or if it's a slow start, what levers can you pull? What other offers may you consider? How can you do more collaborations as it gets closer to Christmas to get more, um, you know, eyeballs on your on your products and services and really maximize. So I hope you found this so useful. I'd love to hear how you're preparing for Christmas. I'd love to hear if you're thinking about it yet. And of course, reach out with any questions you might have. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode. If you don't want to miss one, make sure you subscribe to the show in your podcast app. And if you love it, be sure to share it with friends and colleagues who you think could benefit from increasing their digital marketing confidence. Want more? Head to MarianneAmys.com to find out how you can work with me directly, to reach out to have me speak at your event, or to grab yourself some free resources.